Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour. Glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, We'll get to your calls at the bottom of this half hour. Uh, We just had on the president's uh, attorney, Joe Tacopina. Uh, we also had on our legal analysts, and they all agree. Uh, but anyway, there are some people in this country that don't have a problem with a dual justice system. By the way, the FBI's had Hunter Biden's laptop since December of 2019. Nothing has happened. We've proven that Joe Biden himself uh, was intimately involved in these business dealings with China and Russia, Ukraine and elsewhere. But nothing happens. Hillary Clinton, nothing happens. Then we have, of course, 2020. Then we have the presidential election and weekly meetings with FBI people warning them about a possible disinformation campaign. Uh, And it might involve Hunter and Joe Biden. And sure enough, the censorship campaign began. They knew that that Steve Bannon likely and that Rudy Giuliani, the president's attorney, had copies of that laptop. They knew it was coming out, but they were warning this might be disinformation. And so, lo and behold, this information is then censored from you, the American people. You can't make this up. And as I have been saying over and over again, when you have a political persecution, the way that this family from day one, when when Donald Trump came down that escalator and then you start with, oh, okay, uh, a witch hunt, witch hunt, witch hunt, Robert Mueller and Russia collusion and Ukraine and that impeachment, impeachment number two. It's just never stopped. Anyway, one family member joins us, uh, Donald Trump Jr. Sir, how are you? Sean, how are you? You know, I really mean it. You know, you have in this case, and I've played it so many times and talked a lot about it at length today, you know, Alvin Bragg running a campaign targeting one man, your father, one organization, the Trump Organization, and one family, and that would include you. Well, uh, Sean, it's not our first rodeo. I remember, uh, you know, doing 50 hours of testimony before Congress for treason. 
you know, minor details, a crime punishable by death. Uh, this is just the continuation of that. The, the great irony of all of this is, you know, even even the feds uh, who investigated this very claim uh, and had spent, you know, the last six years trying to throw my father in jail, even they chose to not go forward with this. This is a, a supposed uh, crime that's literally never even been tried. Uh, past the statute of limitations, but that doesn't matter, I guess, if you're a Soros-funded DA, uh, and you know you can you're you're either beholden to him or you're camp, you know fundraising off of it or whatever it is. But you know that's how insane it is. Uh, even the people that were out to get him when they were out to get him at peak, uh, they opted against this, and yet uh, this district attorney uh, will uh, will will definitely try to make it happen. It, it's a clown show, Sean. We're living. In a banana republic, and that—that's the problem. Is you know, perhaps people like me, you know, having gone through it, having been a fly on the wall, having been sort of persecuted that way. Uh, perhaps, hey, Don, it's your whole family. Now, let me tell you something that is absolutely a hundred percent factual. If the laptop from hell was Donald Ju- Donald Trump Jr.'s laptop, I promise you, they would have already prosecuted you, found you guilty. And you would be in a jail cell today if you did what Hunter Biden did. And I'm talking about just the low-hanging fruit, starting with lying on a gun application. One of the 75 things that he did, yes, I, I would be, and perhaps rightfully so, but they won't touch him. I mean, perhaps the great irony is that, you know, Glajane Maxwell, you know, Jeffrey Epstein's assistant, is in jail for apparently human trafficking and sex trafficking minors to no one. Magic. It's, it's magic, actually. Uh, and yet, you know, they won't even look at that, but they will turn some sort of campaign finance nonsense misdemeanor, supposedly. It's not even that, because it's not even a campaign finance thing. That's why the feds passed on it. They'll turn that magically into a felony, ignore the stature of limitations. I mean, this is stuff uh, that even the warmonger Republicans in Congress, if it was happening in a foreign nation, they'd use it as an excuse for regime change. But it's happening here in America, right now, in 2023, uh, it's, it's truly scary. But I think what it shows, Sean, is how afraid they are of Trump. They don't want him to run. They understand he's the only guy with the guts to actually take on that system, break it, break it down, which is what it needs to be. That needs to be stripped to the bones uh, and, and rebuilt because it's become corrupted and weaponized and politicized to an extent, again, that I don't think... Many Americans, perhaps even myself, uh, you know, having had my eyes opened over the last six years, even myself, like, wow, I can't believe it's that far gone. I mean, we have we have passed the brink. It's not about saving what's existing. It's about pulling pulling America and everything that she stands for uh, out of the ashes and reviving it, because uh, this is this is crazy. And, you know, the good the good thing is. The, the usual insanity and the overreaction and the crazy is, is only showing that to ordinary American people, uh, you know, the insanity of the policies. The, you know, that maybe the, the greatest example is, you know, it's the, the Nashville shooting this weekend. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's the trans community, Sean, that's the real victim of the six Christians murdered in cold blood by a sociopath pumped up with hormones and nonsense in this gender ideology crap that's been jammed down our throats. And if you 
disagree with even one component of that, Sean, you are canceled. You are out. You must obey. You must be subservient. You must not question anything or your life is over. Well, guys, we have to say enough is enough of this garbage. You know, the FBI that calls concerned parents and mothers domestic terrorists for questioning the indoctrination in our public schools. They're domestic terrorists, but this person isn't. This isn't a, a hate crime against Christians, even if they wrote it, even if it's obvious that anyone could understand it. They uh, can't touch that. You know, this is, it's gone too far, Sean. And again, I think that's why this is... Hey, Don, let me tell you something. And we've known each other for a very long time. When I first interviewed your dad, uh, I mean, you, your office, Eric's office, Ivanka's office was right next to his office. And I'd always go over and see you guys and say hello. And we all got to know each other and we became friends over time. And it's just sad to watch this. But we're watching our Constitution be shredded before our very eyes here. And and if you've ever doubted what the what the saying you can indict a ham sandwich means, this is what it means. The defense gets to show the grand jury nothing. And you could basically lay anything before the grand jury you can withhold any exculpatory evidence you want. Um, and I've got to hope. I, I, I don't think New York is a fair venue for your father. You know, where Democrats outnumber Republicans nine to one. Let me, let me ask you about Nancy Pelosi's tweet, though. The grand jury has acted upon the facts and the law. They have not heard a single word from the defense. And, that, and a lot of people don't know how this process works. The grand jury only hears from the prosecutor. In this case, a prosecutor who ran a campaign to go after one man, Donald Trump. And then she says, no one is above the law. Everyone has a right to trial, to a trial, to prove their innocence. Uh, that's not the country or the criminal justice system I grew up understanding, uh, Donald Trump Jr. Well, apparently Nancy's been drinking again. Uh, I guess after spending the last few millennia in Washington, D.C. Are you not allowed to make me laugh because this is serious? Well, you know, again, you can just you can see it for yourself. But, you know, you would think that after, you know, let's call it maybe it wasn't hundreds of years, it's at least decades in Washington, D.C., you'd understand the basics of the rule of law, that you're innocent until proven guilty. It's not your job to prove your innocence. That's appalling. And that this former speaker of the House couldn't even understand that, I guess, apparently getting away with insider trading and making millions as, her, you know, the quote-unquote public servant that she is gave her a false sense of the law. But uh, that's where we are. The former Speaker of the House doesn't understand the most fundamental tenet of our justice system. And, and how many years was she, you know, second in line uh, to be president if, God forbid, something ever happened to a president? I mean, that that is beyond frightening to me. Quite, quite a long time. And so, but again, you know, you can say that, and on social media and with big tech, they're going to, oh my God, Nancy Pelosi, she's she's fighting for us. I'm like, really? Like, they don't. Even, there's not a pretense of like fairness or objectivity. You know, we are in a battle, Sean, for the soul of our nation. This is election interference. That's all it is. They don't. And if, by the way, they get what they want, and Trump doesn't become the nominee or otherwise, like then they won, and they're doing all of the things as always that they've been accusing us of for. Uh, for years. It's it's insane. The hypocrisy is palpable. Um, but we can't 
let them win. You know, we overcame the Russia hoax. We overcame the Mueller witch hunt. We overcame two impeachment uh, shams. Uh, you know, and we're going to overcome this. But you know, our republic is you know probably past the brink, and we need the one guy that actually has the guts to fight for it. The one guy. I think actually there's an advantage to sort of being the lame duck, right, to only having four years. You can go in there and just burn it all down because we have to at this point. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. 
This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we continue with Donald Trump Jr. You know, I don't know if you saw my interview with your dad, and we talked a lot about this, and he very confidently kept repeating that that Putin never would have invaded Ukraine. Putin never would have taken down an American drone. Uh, China would never have sent a spy balloon uh, all across uh, the United States and, and not have consequences for it. There's still been no consequences. But on the other hand, look, I know your dad's tough. I, I've known him for decades. I know your whole family's tough. But at some point, how much can one man, one family take on? And at this point, I mean... It's not just this investigation. What, we got a a 27-year-old civil case involving a a, a sexual assault alleged in a dressing room in a big department store? That comes up 27 years later? And then we got... Magically, right? It it wasn't a problem until he was a politician. Just like, you know, it's not like they couldn't find him. It it wasn't like he wasn't famous before all of these things, but then magically they can get a view on CNN and they're taking on someone because the, you know, the elite who used to love him and, you know, well, you know, there's proof of that, by the way, your dad has a new book coming out. It's called letters to Trump. And I looked, it's like a who's who's list of people that loved your dad, Oprah Winfrey, Hillary Clinton. I can go through the whole list of names. Uh, one interesting note I saw was Richard Nixon predicting that he could win if he ran for office. Uh, that was pretty interesting. But peep Rosie O'Donnell even writing him letters. Then he, then he steps into the political arena, and now these he becomes an instantaneous enemy. And then probably for the left, the most hated figure ever to cross their path. Because I, th- I think they're threatened by him. And I think the reason that he says what he says about China and, and Putin and others is I think they genuinely, rightly feared your father. You know, I think there was a certain amount of he might be crazy enough to do it. We better behave. Yeah, I, I, I think that's 100 percent right. That was evident. You know, the guy that was going to start World War Three, the guy that was going to destroy the economy, the guy that was going to do X, Y, Z that Joe Biden is all doing right now, uh, he's the only guy that kept us out of World War III. He's the only guy that maintained American energy independence. He's the only guy that you know, that didn't have Russia invade uh, their neighboring allies in recent history. Uh, that was all Trump. Uh, that, you know, that- Don, look at the axis of evil. We got, we got Russia, China, Iran. They have now taken the Saudis with them. They're now brokering deals in Latin America, deals with the Saudis and the Iranians, deals with the Saudis and uh, Syria. They now want to be the most dominant force on the face of the earth because there's a vacuum caused by Joe Biden's weakness and the fact that he has no idea that today's Friday. Yeah, now, well, listen, Sean, that's sort of the nature of predation, right? A predator takes advantage of the weak. That's what they do. That's, you know, I know we, we like to change science to make it convenient to whatever the narrative is, but the re- that's the reality of the situation these days. And that's exactly what's going on with Joe Biden. You know, while Russia and China are meeting and forming an alliance, and China is working with Saudi to, you know, take the petrodollar off the U.S. dollar and make it the yuan, which would be, you know, yeah. you think you can fund your... Oh, by the way, the U.S. dollar will not be the currency of choice uh, by the end of Biden's term. Last last question. How's your dad doing? He's doing well, actually. He's doing. Uh, he's, I saw him last night. Uh, I went, you know, 
I think after the six years of the nonsense we've gone through, you know, are the emotional quotients probably been uh, lowered quite a bit for all of us? So I went to go check on him, and he was out having dinner with a couple people at Barlato. So, uh, he, by the way, I, I hear he plays DJ every night, and the music is really loud. Is that true? It, it can be at times. Uh, it <laughs> can be at times. But now he, he was doing well, uh, you know, upbeat. He understands what it is, and he's just, you know, he's going to keep fighting because we have no choice. We have to do it for the. For well, I can tell you this, and I know my audience very well. They see this for what it is. There are Americans that see the justice system blowing up before their eyes, our Constitution being shredded. And uh, I know they're going to be out there supporting your dad. Uh, Donald Trump Jr., we always love having you. Thank you for taking the time. We appreciate it. Thank you, Sean. Have a good one. You too. 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, quick break. Right back. We'll hit the phones. Uh, and at uh, right after the bottom of the hour, we'll go right to your call. Straight ahead. Baldwin's favorite radio talk show host is on the air right now. Right, Mr. Baldwin? Here's Sean Hannity. 25 to the top of the hour. We're going to get straight to your calls here in a sec. Let me just play this for you. Uh, Everybody at the White House, they have no comment. Now, why am I believing in my heart, my mind, my soul, that if we had the ability... Uh, to get a hold of text messages and emails and top lines to uh, from various high-ranking government officials, uh, that they probably are pretty giddy that all of this is happening to Donald J. Trump. We know the mob, the media, we know they're, they're happy. They're, they can't contain their happiness. Uh, let's see what happens in court, although I, I've got to warn you, I don't trust New York as a venue that is fair to anybody that's a Republican or conservative. Anyway, so Joe Biden is asked. Kamala Harris is asked. Uh, Jay Johnson is asked. Uh, and uh, let me play those for you. Are you worried to divide our country with the indictment? I have no comment on that. In the wake of the indictment... No, I, I'm not going to talk about something like this. I am not going to comment on an ongoing criminal case as it relates to the former president. Was the president briefed on the Trump indictment? We found out, all of us, including the president, found out about uh, about the news yesterday, just like every other American, through the news reports. What he is essentially doing. Uh, in talking to his base, those who, as John put it, under or still under his spell, it's is basically take up arms against our government, state and local, and particularly after January sixth. Um, uh, Mr. Trump ought to know the consequences of this kind of rhetoric. You know, he will swear that I did not intend violence by my rhetoric, uh, but there's a point where you do intend the consequences of your actions. And we've seen this with January 6th. I'm very concerned that this could be a repeat of that. So jo- Jay Johnson saying, I'm concerned that Trump is telling people under his spell to take up arms and revolt. Is he telling them in secret? Because I've not 
heard it. And by the way, you know, this bothers me, too. It's like the, the phony caricature, the, the lies that we get about Republicans all the time. They're racist. They're sexist. They're homophobic. They're xenophobic. They're transphobic. They want dirty air. They want dirty water. They want grandma and grandpa to eat dog or cat food before some Republican throws them in a wheelchair and dumps them over the cliff somewhere. Uh, All part of a big lie, because every conservative and I say this to all of you, we are not the we are not people that believe in violence by and large. Does any movement, any group have extremists? Sure, they do. And we saw what happened in the summer of 2020. And the Democrats, did they speak out loudly? Did they call for law and order when we had cops every day, every night being pelted with bricks, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails? No. They were either eerily quiet because they didn't want to alienate their base uh, or they just lied and said it was mostly peaceful or they were like Kamala Harris. And there were plenty of them cheering on the rioting in the summer of 2020, you know, tweeting out a, a, the bail fund and telling everybody they're not going to stop. But they, I'll take it one step stop. further. What? You got Maxine Waters saying to get in their face. You got Biden saying he wants to punch, you know, Trump out back, saying that he had, you know, uh, they, interactions with gang members. I mean, they, give me a break. You got Schumer, tough guy Schumer. That's a guy. You, I mean, that's who I want to take into a bar oh, fight. Yeah, that, Absolutely. Chucky Schumer. At the uh, Supreme Court steps. But conservatives, and I, and I warn some of you, you know, you, we are peaceful people. We have a right to peacefully protest and, and make our opinions known. Uh, but let me tell you something. The media mob would like nothing more than to say, look at what these conservatives did in this one place. The same people that would go on air, uh, you know, on fake news, CNN, MSDNC, and literally the a city would be on fire behind them. And they'd go, you know, everything is mostly peaceful here uh, when it's not. But conservatives, I urge you to, you know, be peaceful if, you, if you're involved, if you go to any rally or whatever you happen to do. I would say because no. I think they I would say they shouldn't even go. Well, that too. No, I don't. Even, I mean, I mean, don't I, go. Listen, There's they I, can do no right. I, there is no right. Listen, I don't go to these things. It's not my style. But I think the way that we win is at the ballot box. Well, that's, I'm why tell I'm, you. that's why I'm talking a lot about the need for Republicans to up their election game and match the Democrats' efforts on early voting, voting by mail, ballot harvesting, and legal ballot harvesting based on state law. Yes. That is 100%. But I'm saying we have a government that put nuns on trial, buses of churchgoers, Bible study people sitting around singing America the Beautiful. And coming up and being arrested. What they did to Nicholas Sandman. But I mean, I'm put put Nicholas Sandman aside, right? Because that was just a psychotic moment with a psychotic person who's getting in a kid's face. As far as I'm concerned, that guy should sit no, in prison for the rest of his life. I'm talking about look how the media. Oh yeah, how they misportrayed him. it, right? But I'm saying the the federal government got involved with these people that were there at their capital that were like singing Bible hymns and like reading different things. And then there, yeah, there's a lot of people that did a lot of other things. But there were groups of people there in the morning that left by the afternoon that had nothing to do with anything. And they're like, some of them were in their 60s, their 70s, their 80s, and they're sitting in prison. But yet you got people tearing down Fifth Avenue and Park Avenue. They're boarded up. You got people going and buying out the plywood. Give me a break, man. Let me get to our busy phones. You've been very patient today. Uh, let us say hi to David in Alabama. David, hi. How are you? Happy Friday. Although it's not too happy. Uh, glad you called. It's a good day because I get to talk to you, Mr. Hannity. Thank you, my friend. What's going on? Um, I wanted to give a couple opinions about something you mentioned right now. You're talking about this arrest of Donald Trump. 
in my personal opinion, and I'm an engineer, I know nothing about the law, this is election interference, and this is a treasonable offense. And I think our Democratic uh, Congress and senators and Republican Congress and senators need to take this very seriously because this is a, 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 a governmental-changing situation that's taking place right now. What they're doing is completely corrupt. The other comment I want to make is something you said. I don't think you said this because it's your opinion. I think you were just repeating what you hear other people say, that you were referring to why the Russians would not have invaded Ukraine and China wouldn't be looking to do what they're doing. Oh, that was based on my interview with President Trump just this last week. Yes, sir. And I don't. what you said that I disagree with is the reason why other countries didn't do what they're doing now under Biden is because they knew Donald Trump was crazy enough to stand up and do the things he said he would do. I don't think he, he was doing it because he's crazy. I think he was doing. No, no, no. I what, let me be, let me be clear on my point, because I can understand why people might misinterpret that. Um, what I'm saying is, is that they believed him. When he said he's going to take out the caliphate, he took him out. Uh, when he took out the the, the world's biggest terrorist uh, from that killed many Americans in Iraq, Soleimani, on a tarmac, uh, he he did it. Um, he supported Israel on many controversial items, including you know the capital uh, becoming Jerusalem. He did it, um, and everything that he said he would do, he would do. So. You know, I know, for for example, I know the conversation. Um, I have sources that have told me other stories that are very similar. When he discussed the idea, he said, before we even talk about talking about to the leader of the Taliban about a withdrawal of, in Afghanistan, he said, let me just lay a few ground rules out for you. Uh, if you dare move one iota, if you dare break any comma period of, of our agreement, I will take it out personally on you and then gave like the address where the guy was letting him know that we knew exactly where he was at that moment. And at that moment, he was saying to him, I could take your ass out right now. Now, what he said to what he said to him, trust me, based on my sources, he said to many, many other world leaders, nations that are hostile to us. He said it all. And I think what I, what I meant by that is they believed him that they yeah. that they there was a certain level of wow this guy may do it this is the guy that could do this but sir they believed him because he always followed through with what he said he would do not because he was crazy and I don't think I wasn't insinuating he was crazy when I said yeah. that their thinking in their head is you know if Donald Trump says you go into Ukraine uh, this is I'm, this is what I'm going to do A B and C. And I think there was a belief that he would do it. Exactly. And and forgive me, I wasn't trying to disagree with you. I just want to make that point because I think it's very important people understand the the problem with Trump is he's just right all the time. Not right all the time. Let's let's be a little – I have a couple of disagreements with him here and there. But you know what? I I will say there's never been a a singular politician, conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat – that has been persecuted and attacked and slandered and besmirched and smeared more than this man. Three years of a, a Russia hoax that was full of nothing but lies. Anyway, David, thank you. Appreciate the call, my friend. Uh, Jim in New York. What's up, Jim? How are you, my friend? Hi, good afternoon, Sean. Finally get to speak to you. Uh, long time listener, first time speaker. Thank you. Uh, 
I don't proclaim to be an attorney. I'm, I'm in medicine, actually. <clears throat> this whole controversy with Trump and the and the, uh, the and Bragg in New York and all that, I just don't see how uh, how this this is like a non sequitur. I don't see how this can come to fruition in terms of what the Democrats want. Well, I, I think it's very clear that the guy that ran to go after one man, one organization, one family, uh, that was his campaign where he made that promise. Uh, I think that would fall in the category, and I think this is where the Trump legal team will argue uh, that they will seek a dismissal based upon what we call the argument of prosecutorial misconduct and selective prosecution. They've never done this before in New York. They've never taken a, an old misdemeanor way past the statute of limitations and in their very convoluted, distorted way, uh, they they have never, ever before, um, you know, gone with this what we call novel legal theory that's being used by Bragg to criminalize an NDA. I mean, it's from seven years ago. Uh, and Jonathan Turley was was amazing last night when he pointed out uh, both the, the, the federal statute and the state statute have both passed the statute of limitations. Right. That was I was going to bring that. You said it, you said everything for me. You know, beyond the statute of limitations, trying to change a, a potential misdemeanor into a federal crime, uh, and looking at previous um, uh, situations that where even if they weren't able to bring it to that level, it, it didn't even go through in terms of Edwards and in terms of what about Hillary Hillary Clinton, what she's done. You know, it's just like it's. Uh, oh, you're bringing up, you're bringing up great points here, really good points, and and look at what James Comey did and the deep state did and. Uh, look what the FBI, their involvement in the 2016 presidential election, their involvement in the 2020 presidential election. You know, why are we having uh, a, a hearings on the weaponization of our Department of Justice and how the FBI has been politicized? Uh, why are we now finally uh, only because re Republicans have a majority in the House looking into uh, the monies that the deals that. The Biden family syndicate was doing uh, while Joe Biden was president uh, with China and Russia and Ukraine, our geopolitical foes. We need to know exactly how much money they were making in deals and exactly how much money uh, they made and pocketed themselves. We already know Joe lied. We have proven that over and over again. And more information is coming out every day about his involvement and his understanding uh, in terms of Hunter's foreign business dealings. So I'm sorry about that noise before. That was a Nassau County Police Department. Um, Are you getting pulled over? No, I'm parked to the side. Don't worry. Anyway, I um, the big Sean, the big one of the most upsetting features of this whole thing is what's going on with Trump now. Is it's something I would expect in, in people wanting to hurt Trump. It's 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 just part of the game that's going on right now, which is very disturbing. The biggest thing that bothers me is to take a situation like this. And where people get to run over the Constitution and to create situations where people can be prosecuted for something. And they and then what they do is they you bring them to court and then you look for them the crime that they may have committed. 100 percent. Well said. I got to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue. Our toll free number is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, straight back to the phones as we continue. Sean's got more. 
more behind-the-scenes information. More contacts than anybody. More friends behind the curtain. Sean Hannity is on. That's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. Can Donald Trump get a fair trial in New York City? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, We expect him to be in New York and arraigned on Tuesday uh, just before the show. We'll give you a preview of what that's going to look like. Uh, How this now, how prosecutors now have literally now turned our Constitution on its head We'll get to that and, uh, you know, everything else the crazy left media is saying. Joe Tacopina, the president's attorney, uh, also we will remind you of all the crimes that are not prosecuted except they're by Democrats. Laura Trump is with us. Uh, Also, uh, we'll be looking into the Department of Justice or Injustice and how they have made this up out of whole cloth. Alan Dershowitz, Greg Jarrett. Uh, we'll also be checking in with uh, who else is on the show? I'm just trying to remember. Oh, Clay Travis tonight, Pam Bondi tonight, Set Your DVR, Hannity Live, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. Thank you for making this show possible. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. We'll see you tonight at 9. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.